Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Misfits Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Connor. And Connor, what's going on today? Today is actually a special episode that is our first guest appearance. What? Today we have Gray on with us. Hi, uh, I'm Gray Harbinger. Uh, just another guy who likes to really enjoy anime, manga, video games, and pretty much anything nerdy and uh, like. So yeah, you can catch Gray on Twitter at uh, Gray underscore Harbinger. He's also on Instagram at Gray Harbinger, and that's his Twitch username as well. And on top of that, you are a VTuber. Uh, yeah, a uh, VTuber might be like a very strict term for me, considering I don't really have like a VTuber like persona, but I do have a, uh, a model that I did make myself. Um, I was just one time... Watch, watching a VTuber, and they were using uh, the program Live2D, and then I said, wow, that's pretty cool to even just use the program. I said, maybe I should try doing that myself, so I looked up some tutorials, figured out how, how to do it myself. Now, I wouldn't say I'm an amazing artist, but uh, I did my best, and I made a model that's pretty simple in design, but uh, I tried to make it based off of one of my favorite video game characters. It's the uh, knight from Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's one of my favorite uh, video games. If you haven't played it, I definitely recommend it. It's really good, really good lore, great gameplay. Uh, and so that's where uh, my model came from. And for the people that don't know what a VTuber is, what's, what? how would you describe a VTuber? Um, I mean, that that goes very different ways. Uh, sometimes, if, uh, like a VTuber is just like a character avatar that someone uses to uh, stream and entertain. It's another kind of content creator, essentially. Yeah, if, yeah. for anyone, it's basically... I wouldn't even say it's even remotely anime-esque anymore. There are a lot of, like, similar to yours, where it's more based off, like, a game character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot... There's all kinds of unique things. There's there's even some of them that are just, like, a, some of them are, like, little floating eyeball thing. Like, kind of yeah. reminds me of Velkaz from... League of Legends, if you know what that is. Like... It's kind of like a persona for someone to have... I know that a big thing for a lot of people, especially on like Twitch, is just getting themselves out there. And it's just... I think for a lot of people, it's just an easier way of having your a, a separate persona apart from your life where you can be like, I can do whatever I want. I don't have to... Like, you know, something to... I don't want to say hide behind, but gives you the confidence to do it. Yeah, uh, I know for, for me especially, like... I definitely didn't want to be on camera, but I, like, get flush very easily, so mm -hmm. that's kind of a huge reason for me, where it's like, you know what, like, flushing on camera, getting real red, uh, uh, I would prefer to avoid that if I could, so this was also a good way to go about it. So yeah, if you want to check out his VTuber model, you can check out his Twitter, um, I know that you have, like, a little snippet clip of all of the emoticons and stuff that he can do. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did pin, uh, pin that, uh, I have an, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't streamed in a while, but I'm hoping to get back uh, back into a routine where I can maybe stream a, a bit more. Yeah, it's obviously obviously it's pretty cool that you took the time to learn it all yourself and you know set everything up. So it's a little bit more passion behind it than just simply going out and paying someone to do everything for you. So yeah, guys, check. Feel free to check him out, and if he ever does stream, then you can check him out on on his Twitch, like we said, at Gray Harbinger. But uh, going past the VTuber thing. Um, I guess we can just say, go over quickly how we met, just long-time friend of, uh, both Matt and I. Yeah, um, just, uh, we met up, uh, what, probably, I've known you guys since, since high school, so mm -hmm. that's, uh, 
that's the most effective way. So in high school, I don't think none of us were especially close, but yet again, through through mutual likes and stuff, as soon as that comes out, uh, eventually, you know, everyone conglomerates, and uh, it's good to have people with like interests, because then conversations actually become very fluid. It's true, yeah. Speaking right. of those likes, yeah, you know, um, when did you start getting into those interests? We can kind of break it down, but with like anime and manga, when did you first get into that? Uh, so definitely the anime aspect was, there's obviously huge gateway stuff that happens when uh, you're younger, like you see episodes on, uh, on television of random anime that at the time you don't know is anime, but you know, you don't mind them anyway. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like four kids stuff. But after that, eventually what uh, probably was the biggest gateway thing into anime for me was Avatar The Last Airbender. It's just such a huge bridge for a Western-styled cartoon, but it very much bridges into that anime style. And then uh, from there, I think it was probably about like grade 9, maybe a little bit into like the summer of grade 8. And all of a sudden, it popped into my brain that I was just like, what what was up with that pirate show that uh, that was on uh, on the television? You know, that got that really cool rap, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, there's got to be a way for me to watch this now, right? So I went out and I tracked down One Piece, and then from there started watching One Piece, and that that's how the anime, uh, the love for anime started. Like pretty much One Piece started off, and then from there I was hooked, and I was just watching. Whatever anime I could get my hands on. Usually at the time, it was all uh, dubbed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's how a lot of people start out. But after a while, you just realize that it's like dub, sub. Like, I think both have their uh, their merits. Uh, I do watch a lot subbed. But that just uh, that just happens to come out because that's what's coming out first. Do you recall whereabouts One Piece was at when you first started watching? Uh, the dub was hitting, at least because now, I was actually allowed to watch this on, there was actually an official, like, One Piece site at the time. And that's okay. where the episodes were, there was English episodes uh, available for free on this site. Uh, and it was just entering and finishing kind of the Skypea arc for dubbing for One Piece. Oh dear. So... I'm so sorry, that's where it had to start. So, some time ago. Yeah, like, it, it's been a while. It's been a while for both One Piece and time. Yes, yes. Alright, that's pretty cool. And what about manga? So obviously One Piece was kind of your gateway to getting into more anime. How much longer after that did you get into manga? Did you get into manga beforehand, or...? No, the manga was, like, anime was definitely the first thing, but what happens with a lot of anime, especially when they're separated into seasons, which is even probably more so now than it used to be, like, a lot of times anime would just get... They would start up and it would complete. There wouldn't be it wouldn't be separated, but there's times where they did only get like one season of something, and then I'd be like, "There's no way that's where that ended," and I knew that anime even early on had like an original source was the manga. So there's times where I don't know remember what the first one was in particular that I had to check out, but I know one of the ones I had to uh, was Dead Man Wonderland. Uh, I'd only ever got one anime season adaptation so then i was like okay well where's where's this going from here like this this can't be the end now and you just then, follow that classic manga trope now yeah where it's just like no way i gotta go I you gotta watch go something or watch one season and you're just like i can't wait even if it's already announced well yeah it, it wasn't even it wasn't even a matter of can't wait i did even research uh, before i even bothered to read the manga i was like oh is there another anime season coming out and then like the the general idea that everyone had at the time was 
no, nah, it wasn't popular enough in Japan that it's not going to so get now another. you just don't trust people. <laughs> it's not going to get another season. I was like, crap, okay, well, I want to know what happens. So I went and read uh, the manga for that. So that's how at least it started out. Now, I would say I'm probably, I read a lot of manga now, but I, I still do both. Mm-hmm. But I read a lot more manga now than back in the day. Back in the day, that's pretty much the main reason why I read was, oh man, either I didn't know the ending to something, or I couldn't wait for more stuff to come out. That's fair, that's fair. So yeah, yeah I definitely notice you You definitely have the habit of like watching even three episodes. You're not even patient enough to watch the oh, whole season of yeah, something. Yeah, no, so if, if something's good enough for me, like if, if the interest is there... You just drop the show and you just yeah. I'll just, just I'll just go it. and read it. I'll usually keep up. Well, sometimes I keep up with the show, but yeah, I'll go and read it and just just to be like, I need I need to know. I have the constant curiosity, where it's like I got I got I got to know what's going on. I feel that that was me with Promise Neverland. I think this was at the time when only the first four episodes were out of the season so far, and Connor and I watched the first episode, and I was like, I need to know. Like I couldn't wait. So I think I went home and I found a way to read Promise Neverland, and then I like just binged it and i was like this is incredible man needed no have i needed to, i couldn't wait man yep. yeah and then outside of long anime what else what other types of stuff you said you like video games yeah uh i do enjoy the video games i'm a huge uh maybe not as much fan of the company these days but still like the games that come out big nintendo fanboy uh played a lot of Smash Bros. and stuff growing up, and pretty much all the Nintendo games. The main systems that I had growing up were always Nintendo systems. Yep. Um, and then, uh, obviously, when uh, you get, I got my own computer and stuff, there was a lot more computer games that were happening. Uh, so anything that I could get through Steam, you know, a lot of the early sandbox games like Minecraft and uh, Terraria, played a huge amount of those. Uh, but the general genre that most keeps my interest these days especially when it comes to like solo player games i love the metroidvania as well as like a lot of the like indie titles i think uh, a lot of them do really well and are really interesting and a lot more passion projects it feels like come from that genre oh yeah for, for sure and like even in general like a lot more affordable so that's fair, <laughs> you man. can end up playing a lot more games uh, bang for your buck right it's just like when you think about it it's like oh man trying to play like a name name brand game and you're like, wow, that costs you so much in comparison to some of the other ones. I also do love the uh, rogue, roguelike and roguelike games, like uh, examples like Binding Isaac and uh, Dead Cells, because they're games that you can just play constantly over and over and over again, uh, and you're going to have different runs all the time. Right, and so not, not, I've never really got into the comic books, or...? No, that's, uh, that's something that I never really... Uh, I mean, I've always watched the, uh, like, the movies and stuff, I, uh, like, like I definitely seen the enjoyed MCU stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the MCU and the superhero movies, I definitely watched uh, growing up, but uh, I never felt the the drive towards comics. Uh, and then maybe in the time when I started to think about comics more, it was only because influenced by anime and manga, and I was like, maybe comics could be interesting. But the idea to me that kept manga so much more interesting was. I'm not, like, a huge fan of the rehashings of characters that happen within comic timelines, or it's just, like, right, here's Spider-Man, like here's another Spider-Man, yeah. here's another Spider-Man, and I'm like, well, I'm not, like, I mean, I understand that a lot of them can be different and, like, hugely variant, but I'm like, can we not just have new, like, why aren't we introducing more new superheroes instead? Yeah, it's gonna, I would say it's, one, because popularity and sales, and two is the reliance on the rest of the universe per se i think is the is the main issue like like you said for manga 
If you read One Piece, it's not like Luffy or Zoro are in Naruto or in Demon Slayer, right? It's mm. they're in One Piece and that's it. Where it like Shonen Jump doesn't have to work make sure the Demon Slayer lore is matching up with what's happening in One Piece, whereas canonically in Marvel or DC, all those stories, you, you can't just have Batman doing X thing if he's supposed to be fighting a war against Dark Side. On a different planet or something, right? Mm. Right? So there's a lot more complexities, which I feel like you're right, which in manga, it's like, this is the story, and this is what we follow. Right? And I feel like it takes a lot of complications out in terms of when you can only... That's why a lot of, I think... DC stories when they're just like one shot style stories like Superman Unchained which yeah. was totally its own thing end up being such strong stories because they're not really they don't have to care about what's going on uh, I do actually own one set of comics but it isn't Marvel or DC uh, it's uh, Scott Pilgrim oh, okay so, and the funniest right. thing about Scott Pilgrim is I own the black and white version and Scott Pilgrim is actually highly influenced by manga like the like creator Eastern, yeah. yeah the creator himself had had stated that in order to draw the series he had actually been looking at how to draw manga books and that's also why a lot of that feel comes across uh but i do highly recommend that to that comic that's fair that's fair all right and then uh so what okay this is a, what would you say is your personal favorite superhero film in all of like dc marvel Oh man, um, or a couple ones you really enjoy if you can't yeah. particularly like. I was gonna one. say maybe maybe a favorite one is uh, is gonna be a little bit difficult. Now this is definitely gonna stir Matt up, but I actually really enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no, 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 no wait, the first one or the second one? I like both. So okay, you know what? <laughs> I don't I don't mind either of them. Well, I'd probably say that the second one's like a little bit worse. Yeah, but I wasn't someone who was like completely turned off by the idea of the second one. I was I enjoyed both of them. That's fair. We don't hate on this channel a lot. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, not 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 vocally. Uh, no, exactly. just just in just in our heads. In the behind, you know, in the heads and behind the scenes, you know. All right, and then how about anime or manga? Is there any particular one that you would say is up there as favorite? Oh, uh, well, like my favorite anime is probably Angel Beats. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I like that uh, it's a unique like anime it didn't didn't have a uh it wasn't adapted from something that's something with at least it's a lot original. of anime yeah i, I like and i like the idea of anime original. now obviously they don't always work out no they, they're that but that's the thing that to me always makes them a little bit more impressive when they do work out because if they don't have like some sort of test ground where it's like oh the manga was popular and therefore yeah maybe the bridge to anime we might have like some disagreements between the manga uh, viewers as well as like the anime like those differences mm-hmm. but that's never uh, this the anime adaptation when it's original just always seems like oh man we're putting our foot out there and we're trying we're trying something different yeah you and we don't know safe, no safety net. You're yeah just we're not we don't know if it's gonna turn out I don't know to me that just seems like it makes it more impressive uh, but Angel Beats has like a huge amount now Angel Beats is also like a kind of wacky show yeah uh, it's not uh, it's definitely non standard but I also that's another reason why I love it like the characters and stuff just make the show so much so enjoyable have you seen Angel Beats Matt? Yeah, I watched it with you. Well, not with, with Well, me. no, I watched a few episodes with you. No, yeah, I watched it all. Okay. Yeah. I I'm trying I, to remember. I didn't know that it was, like, an original anime, though. Like, yeah, I thought it was from I, I thought Angel Beast was good. It also has strong animation. The music is really good, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for uh, for manga, uh, I'm very partial to... Uh, now, a lot of people would be like, ooh, like, edgy teenage phase, but, like, I'm partial to Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. I can't help the things that, you know, that become your favorite manga of, like... 
for you. Yep. Uh, would I say is Tokyo Ghoul like the greatest manga? No, but like we're ta- we're talking about things that I enjoy and I like, and I like you know what the- I like dark, edgy things. I'm not yeah. gonna deny fair. it. So fair enough. I respect that though. From what I've read of Tokyo Ghoul so far, it's great. I have no complaints overall. Honestly, like especially because I was watching like the anime while kind of reading the the manga side by side, mm. and then I'm at a point now in the manga where it's equivalent to where route a is happening right yeah and i'm just like so confused yeah it's because totally totally different but i i'm enjoying it for sure i also i also loved the the manga i think my biggest complaint about the manga was honestly something that you i kind of wished the anime could have helped with but it didn't because studio p kind of dropped the ball but well that was sometimes i found the fights hard to follow like that what the cognate were doing specifically yeah 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 no that's that's definitely uh and there you're, you're not the only one to have uh, complaints about that i've heard that even from some of my own and it's not that the friends. art's bad i think that that's just the way the power ends up being all pretty much all the cognate are going to be dark in color yeah when it comes to the way they're drawn and it's just hard to keep up with what it's supposed well, to cause, be because yeah it's, it's a completely alien thing it's like a liquid the cognates in general like liquid muscle but they're all still very different and yeah, varied even in the universe they don't follow the same axis of like an arm where you're like yeah oh, yeah yeah understand. so all of a sudden like i could i definitely because i got the same thing too which is another reason why i was excited for like the tokyo ghoul anime because i had known the manga a little bit before the uh the anime had come out and then i was like oh wow like first season did things pretty pretty well i'm not gonna like i'm also someone who's not like hypercritical i enjoy a lot of things and right so you're just cap happy one of the series you enjoyed even got an yeah 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 so i think the the first season was definitely at least like very very commendable yep. and then uh has it thing as things progressed from there it got a lot of, a lot sloppier for sure yeah um on top of that i'm sure as a manga reader you probably have read berserk oh yeah i, I read i own berserk uh, all the english volumes that are out so recently we got the news of berserk coming back what is what are your feelings uh, on the return of Berserk? Uh, for me, I was someone who the news you know obviously there's the 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 waves of you know skeptical is this gonna work out kind of thing. But in the in the general grand scheme of things, I was I'm happy that you know Berserk is gonna be continued in some form. Mm-hmm. Um, the I the main thing is like the ending that or at least the final the final quote-unquote chapter that we left off on it, it it's not a final chapter like, right for sure it's almost like a opening a can of worms yeah it's like if 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 a story was to end there on like no, any especially normal circumstances like there would be a giant uproar of of people right um so i'm definitely glad that we're going to be continuing i think it's in uh, i think it's in the best of hands uh mm-hmm. in terms of w- what we've been given um you know, with uh, Mira's own uh, studio of assistance, as well as his uh, his uh, best friend for long, best not only best friend but like huge longtime friend who's at least been giving like huge tidbits and amounts of information. Someone who even had helped with the like, I'm pretty sure he helped with the conceptualization and stuff of yeah, the eclipse. Of the eclipse, oh, yeah. So I like he's he's very much aware, and even some of the the notes that he gave before it, during the announcements and stuff, where he's like, oh. You know, I'm not going to try and fiddle around with stuff that I don't remember. Like, if I don't remember it and don't recall it, like, I'm not going to try and fit it in. Now, that might leave some, because Berserk is very intricate, might leave some things unanswered. But at the very least, we're going to be getting a, a decent, I think, I, I imagine, obviously, 
you know, I hope is probably the better way, like a decent rounded ending to to a masterpiece. That's fair. That is fair. And uh, I guess one last question before um, we're actually going to, while we have you here, we're going to get into the summer season and kind of see what people, what of the three of us, what we're kind of looking forward to and if anything catches our eye. What, for people that aren't into anime or manga or maybe are looking at it and don't know where to start, what, what kind of suggestions would you have for each of the medias? Um, for anime, I mean, I'm someone who's like, I know that the biggest thing that some people might be is like, oh, I gotta be up with the new stuff with the anime, like the newest seasons. But when you're getting into anime, there's such a trove of amazing shows and stuff that you haven't experienced yet that if you get trapped in the constant seasons coming out that you'll miss so much good things that have already come out. So I do recommend that you might like ignore some of the some of the maybe only pick like one or two of the new shows coming out if that's even what you're going to be doing mm-hmm. uh to watch just to keep up to date uh but go back and watch some some other things um in terms of like recommendations uh there are there's constant uh like what i would consider like intro to anime stuff right um because it depends also what you like right like, well yeah gonna... there's genres and things but one of the one of the big ones for me is like i do recommend death note mainly the huge thing with death note for me is a lot of people can be interested in that kind of thriller aspect the thriller mystery a lot of people can be, get behind that genre overall and then um the other thing is death note is not like perfect and then that's kind of where i also try and recommend people to because you don't want to get people started up on the stuff that's way too like really really good because like then that 10 gives, out of 10 and then the i was gonna say yeah you build you build high expectations and I think that's also bad. It makes for probably a really bad personality when it comes to... When they're uh, comparing everything. To yeah, when, when they start watching other things. And I'm like, that's definitely not a habit that uh, is good. And how about manga? Manga. Manga is uh, it's actually a lot broader. They than... should just start with One Piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great um, advice. Yeah, manga is a lot harder for me to be like recommending, in my opinion, because... Manga is an even bigger sea of just absolutely everything. Would so, you would you try recommending more so that they pick something that's finished or? Oh, one hundred percent pick finished stuff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't send them on on a one piece expedition as their first go, um, unless like that specifically. If the, the thing is, if your first interest in manga would be to be one, you're like you I know people talk about one forever. piece. Yeah. yeah, people are talking about one piece, and that seems really interesting then I wouldn't shy away from it because One Piece is a pretty good introductory, like, manga. It's a shonen manga. Yep. So, like, it's pretty easy to, like, get it, get into the only thing that stops you from that, like, is the massive length. Uh, but, for example, I wouldn't send people to go reading something like, uh, I wouldn't recommend an Inyo Asano mm-hmm. book as someone's first manga. Yeah, they'd be really confused, I think. Uh, I mean, what's going on? Depending on like age and stuff, like they might not be like confused, but it's still like a very different kind of manga. He's a unique style, style, unique for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think manga wise, it obviously just like anime, it kind of depends on what you're into. Because I feel like a a pretty good, not super long manga is Promised Neverland, but you have to also be into a little bit more of the horror yeah yeah yeah. it's a it's definitely a little bit of a darker take on things if you like thriller and horror then it is a really great not too long story if you want more of the typical battle shonen like it's new but demon slayer isn't that long either and obviously everyone loves 
everyone loves the, the and it's just something that i guess if you're getting into the medium now it's something you can t- probably talk to people about right like yeah. oh like so many people have been reading or watching demon slayer it's something that you can easily communicate whether that's on a subreddit or in a discord or even with people you know and like in real life it's you know picking the shorter and i say shorter here this is like 20 volumes i was gonna say so. there are definitely much 20, there's, shorter. there's definitely other things that you can recommend it, especially if you want like quick reads because that i also have like single volume stuff that i'll single like one to two volume stories that uh if i was to be giving something to somebody like picking out of my own collection and stuff to give people i could give them some of those as a good introductory thing because it's only like one two volumes and you can get through that like I would say uh, most most reads probably gonna get through that within like thirty to forty minutes uh, for two volumes. For sure, sure. So, all right, guys, we're gonna take a break here, and we'll be back. But when we come back, we'll be going into the summer twenty twenty two anime season of uh, what we're in, of the three of us are gonna be into. All right, welcome back, guys. So. While we're with Gray, we're actually going to go over the summer 2022 anime coming. Um, this is about a, roughly a month out to the season, so if there's some late show announcement coming out, we apologize that we didn't cover that show, but this is just based on what's currently on livechart.me for the summer 2022 list of what's going to be airing. So um yeah we'll go through it uh, obviously we have one piece going through um i don't know if anyone's caught up on one piece i'm not uh i'm not especially like i'm still obviously within within wano but it's been there for a while yeah same i'm also in wano but I've, i'm caught up in the manga so i feel competent okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's also the same i'm just so far behind in one piece that i can't really comment right now so all right and then there's overlord season four so i personally have never watched any of overlord but i know the first season was pretty well received. Yeah, I've watched seasons uh, one and two of Overlord, but I haven't touched the third one, and now there's a fourth one. Um, it feels like its popularity and like the hype for it kind of steadily is on is declines as each season comes out. I don't know if that's because of how much isekai there is. I now. was gonna say no. That's definitely the the sure amount of isekai shows that exist. Even though I think Overlord's probably a little bit calibers above a lot of them. It's, it's just oversaturated. Yeah, it's also so. a madhouse show, right? So, you know, madhouse can always definitely bring it. Yes, for when sure. When it comes to the animation. Um, so we're going by popularity, and this one um, caught my eye just because I know um, I have a lot of friends who are super, who super enjoyed this show. And I based, I've never seen it, but I know that it didn't sound like it would ever get a season two, per se. And that's The Devil is a Part-Timer getting a second season. Yeah, I had watched season one of this years years and years ago cause that's when it came out um yeah most i didn't ever think it would get a, a a second season either so when it did say that i was getting a second season i was like well let, i'm down why you, wouldn't i be down you ever watch it? i haven't seen it no i've seen clips and everything like that and i think i can like kind of see why people enjoyed it but it does seem kind of just like random that that's getting a second season especially because of the time gap between the first season right i have a feeling it is because you gotta get like the the isekai waves be coming and the thing about devil part-timer is not quite an isekai it's like a reverse isekai where you have people from another world coming to to uh to japan to earth instead so that's kind of where i can see maybe they're trying to pick up on the isekai fan the fan wagon that's fair i mean though it has been nine years 
I mean, it's just a matter of when something's been out for so long and nobody's talking about it. They don't want to try. It's it's a more of a risk to try and bring things up. Despite the fact that I'm pretty sure even back in the day before this was even announced, like the first season was always pretty pretty beloved from what I understood. Yeah, so you're definitely you're going to be giving it a shot? Or oh yeah, like I'll be watching that uh, day one. As soon as it comes out, I'll just be trying to keep up with that. Alright, then we have a couple of cuckoos. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bird. I see that. <laughs> Just, uh, no, this is a, I've been watching this since, because it's obviously, it's continuation, 24 mm-hmm. episodes, so yep. we're, we're getting another 12 uh, incoming. Um, to me, it's a, obviously, it's a, like, a rom-com, very wacky situation. Yeah, um, it seems a little over-the-top dramatic. In oh, a way. for, for sure, like, it's not, nothing that you would ever see in normal life, like, <laughs> The, uh, the generic thing, if you haven't right, it's like a switched at birth type thing, but yep. then you get more involved with the, the parents then talk to each other and they figure out that things were switched at birth. So now everyone's talking about that. And of course, you got to get the the forced uh, the forced engagements going on where it's just like, oh, you want to know what? Now I want to become one big family and everyone gets engaged. Now, this show very much reminds me of Nisekoi. I'm not sure if either of yep. you have seen Nisekoi, but that's another kind of similar idea or you know there's usually only one dude of course there's only one dude and like some sort of uh forced engagement situation and then you know wacky chaos romance ensues so that's kind of what that's about i'm going to continue watching it it's actually been pretty entertaining so far all right and the next up is classroom of the elite second season now for me this is actually one of the first shows that i watched on a seasonal basis Mm. as gray mentioned in an earlier part of the podcast um, the, when you're first getting into anime, there's so much stuff done. So much good, I mean, I'm, where am I now? There's still so much great stuff done that I can watch. So I wasn't watching seasonal stuff. I was just watching stuff that is done. And, uh, this was one of the first things that I picked up as an actual seasonal watching weekly. Um, is it the greatest show? It could be. I mean, (laughs) the problem is season one, just, there's a lot of build up. And um, a lot of good ideas, and then it ends. Uh, yeah, it's one of those shows where uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of thought and a lot of trickery. Where sometimes it's like the shows can get ruined if they try too hard with their scenarios. So far, season one did a pretty good job. I feel like season one ended at a spot where I expected a season two to be honest much earlier. Yeah. Uh, because well, the where season one ends are kind of just like huge character motive like cliffhanger where all of a sudden you're like wait wh- what so is going on? what's going on with this character like okay well then in your mind you're like we'll just get another season and, and never I'm, came. I'm not even sure how long it's been i think it's at least five years at least five years yeah so something like that where but yeah i definitely will be giving this a try and hoping it kind of falls on the path that it was going where it did feel decent you mm-hmm. know and maybe it can continue being decent and even become a stronger title but it is one of those, like, if, it almost feels nice because it's, like, one of those titles that, you know, was kind of forgotten, but then all of a sudden, I guess it wasn't. I was going to say, yeah, maybe maybe they do this on purpose as a, as a way to build hype, where all of a sudden it's like, oh, so forgotten. But now we're back. Look. We're back. Build, build the hype. Build the hype. Even if maybe we weren't, uh, you don't remember us being that good. But look, we're back. It's been, like, so long. But come back and watch. Yeah. And then our next up, we have what seems to be a yearly seasonal uh, which is, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Which never was a year. This was one of those ones that got a, that got a comeback where 
the first season came out, and then it was a while before a second season came out. But then once the second season came out, it's been like kind of almost like yeah, like yes, maybe like a chain year. or so. Uh, once once a year, maybe once every two years or something, uh, we get a we get a season. Um, um, I'm personally not caught up on this. I've watched parts of the first season, but not all of it. Uh, I am caught up. Uh, it, I'll give it the one of the things. Do I think is the greatest yet again? Is it the greatest show? No. Is it something entertaining enough to watch? For sure. Um, but the thing that I'll give this show is, at the very least, we're not watching an isekai. Now, it has what I would say, like, some standard isekai elements are with the level, kind of, like, leveling system and abilities and stuff that you would expect of someone almost being transported to a game. That's kind of how the power system works within this show. But at the very least, they didn't just slap on, but he came from another world, because it's unnecessary, in my opinion. Now, this one's one I've never heard of, um... Summertime Rendering? Summertime Rendering is a show that I've on my had on my plan to watch list, but I haven't gotten to it yet because, in all honesty, I don't know where it's legally being streamed. So I've just kind of put it like aside as a, hey, I when I read the synopsis, it's a mystery. And I'm like, I'm, I don't mind a good mystery. Yeah, yeah, so right. I put it aside. Um, and now it's actually been, it's been getting pretty good scores overall. So I'm even more excited. And now we're also getting physical releases of the manga, which is now like, now I'm in a pickle here where it's like, do I just physically pick up this manga or do I watch the show and then pick up the manga? Like, I'm yeah. in a weird state with this. I'm. It's definitely on my plan to watch list, though. I feel like when they are, when it comes to, like, the continuing through, so, like, coming from the spring to the summer season, mm. if you haven't already picked it up, but then you, like, you see, oh, it's got getting 24 or 25 episodes and you see stuff like that, like, it is getting... Pretty yeah, like, solid reviews through its first 12. Mm. I feel like it's always like, if you haven't given it the three-episode treatment, it's a good sign to be like, hey, maybe maybe it is okay to give this a try. Because, you know, the 12-episode the thing is hard, I think, for for shows. You need to have a lot going on to get people's attention. attentions and want t- to the desire to to um, have the show get another season. Whereas when you have that 24 or 25, especially if things are going well, it's like it's a good way to build their audience, I mm. think. But um, going on to Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2, I'm super hyped for this one, personally. I was waiting. I was very curious on how pumped you were for this. Uh, yeah, Rent-A-Girlfriend is actually just one of the shows that I never got into. Not because, yet again, I watch I watch whatever trashy shows I want. If some people consider it a trashy show, I don't think it's actually as trashy as a lot of things. There's definitely trashier things. For it's, sure. It's not void of being trashy, but yeah. it is, yeah, I would say it's it balances well. It so, has a lot of wholesome stuff, but then then it instantly will remind you that it is also a bit, you know, degenerate at times. But I'm definitely excited for this. I really, really enjoyed the first season. I'm caught up on the manga as well. Like, I've really enjoyed the entire manga so far. So I'm definitely going to be watching season two as it, as it airs, for sure. I highly recommend it for anyone out there, too. Uh, noted. And then uh, we'll do two more before we just... If there's any uh, little ones that people are interested in, we have what I what I deem the worst named thing, like not even hiding anything, and it's my isekai life. I wonder if it's an isekai or not. Hard to tell these days. Mm. Yeah, um, no, no comments. Definitely here. not going to be an isekai, you know. Uh, yeah. Based on reading the synopsis, I'm not going to read the whole synopsis out for you guys, but it it kind of just sounds like a very generic. Yeah, I was I wasn't even gonna mention it. I was just gonna say we skip over that. If yeah, we'll we'll let other people watch it, and if they say maybe it might be worth our time, I'll check it out. But guys, he can befriend the slimes. 
as oh per the description. Oh my god, whoa, slimes in an isekai? Never heard <laughs> Never of it before. Heard of that. Anyway. And then probably what I would consider Grey's most hyped uh, show is The Maiden in the Abyss. Yeah, Maiden in the Abyss, um, definitely a huge favorite of mine, uh, both manga and anime. I think they've done a pretty bang-up job of both. Um, and yeah, this, uh, this season, I mean, uh, it's obviously just a bunch of little cute things going on. Nothing, uh, nothing dark or disturbing will ever happen in this show. Wink, wink. Yeah, um, I'm also excited, uh, just recently with Grey, I watched the, I guess what you would call the second season? Technically this is like the second season, but the third part, third act of the story, but the yeah, second they, act they, was they had a movie. they had a continuation where it's like they did uh, the season and then they had a movie as a as a uh, canon. sequel. Yeah, a canon, canon sequel. So kind of like Demon Slayer, but only Demon Slayer decided to also rehash episode. Yeah, make, make the, the movie, movie episodic. Into an episodic as well. So. But apparently yeah. they added like extra. I think it was one extra episode at the Just end. Just one extra thing. Yeah. yeah. But either way, I watched the movie and I will say that. Should be really interesting um, where they are in the story. It's a big, big uh, change or big hyped up event in terms of the current story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would almost think that a lot of people when they see that movie would be like, "Man, if this is if this is where we're at now, we're not even we're not even done." Yeah. So, it, it, how where's it gonna go from here? Uh, kind of thing. But I also, so for me at least, I think Main Abyss is pretty genius writing overall, where things. The, the abyss itself keeps you so interested in the story that, like, you ask so many questions that you can only help but continue because you're just like... You're just well, like the about... characters. You want to go deeper. Yeah, yeah you want to go deeper. You want to figure out exactly what's going on. You want to, like, what's about this? What about this? Okay, well, we got to go deeper to figure it out. And he's just like, you got to keep watching. You got to keep reading. All right. And then, so, that's, like, I would say probably roughly the most popular 10 if you take out the um, continuations. But uh, was there anything else I caught your guys' eye as you were going through? Because there's what? A there's good, a lot. There's at least 30 shows, like, like every season. The thing is, it's so, it's insane how many shows come out oh, every for, season. Oh, uh, like, for sure. Uh, for me, I'll just make some quick mentions here. Uh, Call of the Night um, is a manga that one of my friends has uh, reading. He reads a lot more, like, I would say, like, he, he reads manga that... His idea is just to make it as wacky, like he wants the most wacky, completely insane, out of context stuff as possible, where it's just like, that would never be seen in any kind of writing other than in manga. And he reads this, and so that's something where I'm like, I'm going to keep my eye on it and see how it goes. Uh, and then there's also another one here about uh, shogi and romance, and I think that that could play out pretty well. Um, then uh, this, uh, the other one that I think I'll mention just because it's kind of funny is uh, the Tokyo Mew Mew New. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I'll just mention that. It's like, uh, uh, Tokyo Mew Mew Power, I'm pretty sure it was called, is something that we had seen four in kids. the West. Yeah, it was, it was like a four kids dub. Now, I'm not personally into like Magic Girls and stuff. I just thought I'd mention it because like, oh, I recall that. And now it's like getting the Sailor Moon. Banger opening though. Yeah, I think it's getting like the Sailor Moon treatment, the Shaman King treatment of they're revisiting some of the like, 90s, 2000s thing and trying to use those with new seasons. With me, personally, uh, I'm just a sucker for good old shonens. So there's a couple that I, like, briefly saw that I'm like, oh, these sound kind of fun, but definitely just straight shonens. There's, like, Black Summoner, and then there's Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Oh, yeah, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Uh, that's a huge... F like, my roommate's a big fan of the manga, and I actually own another manga 
uh, from the same author. Uh, it's called Spirit Circle, so I actually might check that one out as well. Honestly, I'm intrigued for it, definitely. I mean, it sounds kind of weird just because you're reading the description, it's like, oh, he awakens to one day to a talking wizard. And he's just like, hey, there's a gigantic hammer in space that you need to help oh, us no, up yeah. with. It's and I'm like, okay. It's so definitely... it's just another isekai? Uh, a gray area, not quite. Different... Well, I mean, okay, Black Summoner is definitely an isekai. Oh, yeah. No, I think uh, 100%. Action, action fantasy from a light novel, waking up in a strange new place with no memory, memory of his past life. Yes. First 100%. line. And then if you scroll down to the bottom here, there's one. Because I always like to have a random obscure one that doesn't even have an doesn't have any trailers or anything for it just says that it premieres on july 11th but it's called kj file and reading upon it it's a kaiju based story Mm -hmm. and i'm a sucker for a good kaiju so i don't know i'm intrigued because it's just basically there's like a united nations monster observatory they'll explore the world where kaijus with great powers and mankind everything try to live together but we all know there's going to be like a monster hunter kind of feel yeah they can't live together basically exactly the classic trope of like these two people are living in harmony Except for the fact that they're not. Fair. And Connor, what about you? Is there anyone that are you intrigued for, excited for that we haven't talked about? Um, well, there was the Aoshi, which is like the soccer um, one. Um, not not entirely sure if I'll end up watching it completely, but I'm definitely going to give it the three-episode try. Mm. Uh, see how it ends up uh, ends up being... Um, are you waiting till it's done? Because I know it did start in spring, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna wait and see. I haven't um, watched too much stuff. The the current season airing, I've been busy. I uh, was finishing up school and and stuff and work, so kind of gonna be trying harder to keep up with a lot of the the summer season stuff. So if it was stuff that was in spring that still interests me, when I see it on the summer, I'll give it a same thing will apply. I'll give it like three episodes, which I'll I can do now realistically, but see how it is. It does at least sound. And interesting, as someone who's also into soccer, um, there is Kingdom Season 4. I haven't watched any Kingdom, but I am a big fan of the manga. So, uh, I mean, I have seen clippets that it has slightly gotten better in terms of the quality. It's not as CGI-based Yeah, from the that's season. been the main avoidance for me in Kingdom was, like, it, it's a little just... It feels like another much. one of those like iconic like top tier manga that kind of yeah like gets gets the gets a kind of sub extreme subpar work where you're just kind of like you look at the the panels of the manga and you look at what the the animation they brought out and you're kind of just like why just why reading. you do this like, why you do this you're like I'll just keep reading exactly um, and then also there was the uh, my stepmom's daughter is my ex mm, yes which. Sounded just the right amount of degenerate for me to give it a try. Um, I'll probably end up watching that with one of my my friends who is also very much into degenerate stuff. And I'm sure we'll enjoy every second of it. Um, But yeah, sounds like a pretty large dumpster fire. So I'll definitely be giving that the the three episode try before. Just the three episodes? Well, I'll give it three episodes. And if it's, you know, if it holds my my attention like domestic girlfriend could you know domestic girlfriend really grasps you in that first episode you didn't even need to do the three eps you knew you were watching that mm. whole thing so i think that that's <laughs> that's that's the degen of the season i think i'm looking forward to other than that there's nothing that uh really sprung to me i know that one piece film red is coming out which i'm sure all three of us will end up seeing whether we see it together or separately like yeah i'm sure all three of us are planning to watch that movie as well do we know when that's officially coming out? 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's definitely the the English release is um, available. I just can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say August. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make up any any dates that I don't know for sure. What is August 6th? Yep, there you go. But yeah, in conclusion, guys, that's our kind of our roundabout excitement for the upcoming season. Yeah, and uh, let us know, you know, what you guys are interested in watching this season coming up for anime or what you've been watching that you're excited is continuing on. Um, We'd like to thank Gray for coming on to the podcast, our first guest. It was nice to have you. Remember, you can catch him out on Twitter at at gray underscore harbinger and then he's also on instagram and twitch just under gray harbinger and you can always catch us up here on spotify wherever you're listening in various listening platform platforms anchor spotify amazon music audible google podcast the list goes on yeah, and make sure to drop a review and a rating it really helps the podcast helps the misfit island grow i'm matt and i'm connor and i'm gray harbinger we will see you guys next wednesday